I'm excited for today's uh, recording, Rob, because we're bringing in someone from our very own team, the one and only Wyatt of the Low. Wyatt is, Von Low. So what's, he, he, what's he, his official title? I think right now we're calling him Director of Results, yeah. but of course we're going through a ton of changes. Titles might change, but his role remains the same. Where he is, he's a guy who's overlooking the health of all of our accounts. He's yeah. spot checking quality. He's a support to our ad strategists. He he helps lead and pioneer new strategies. And today I'm excited because we're going to talk to him about, um, you know, what do you do after Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Let's ask Wyatt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. We're excited to have you on and and jam today a little bit. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Are we recording? We're live, dude. We're freaking live. Wow. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Wyatt Lowe, everybody. (laughs) Dude, well... Well, I, me asking if we look at us, we got we got the same podcast stands. Look at that. Ooh, we got podcast. We got the same podcast you're mic stands. I, yeah. Your video looks good. Your audio sounds good. Might be the best guest we've had yet. That's because I know what I'm doing when it comes to audio visual stuff. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> that's a good thing. Why do you even know what we're uh, talking about today? Uh, Josiah mentioned. A little bit, but why don't you tell me? Because maybe maybe you guys decided to change it up on me, which would be interesting. All right, so let me paint a picture here. Right now, it's post Black Friday. The dust has settled. You've already ran all your campaigns that you've been working towards for a good chunk of the year. Some people a good chunk of the year. Some people, you know, the few weeks leading up to Black Friday, and. You know, you, let, me, let me just add something. If you're a shop Nova client too, and it's you're hearing this, you probably just went out and bought a new Tesla or a Lambo <laughs> because your campaigns crushed it so hard over this last weekend. But regardless, regardless of if you had some big wins or you didn't get what you wanted out of Black Friday, you're now looking at this and you're saying, "Okay, the dust is settled, and how do I get back in the game? And how do I?" St- you know, handle the rest of the year and start preparing for next year. And so one thing that we saw that we've seen in years previous is guys, Black Friday is very important, is very huge, but it's not over, baby. It's, it's not, not over. At it's all. not over. There's still a lot more of fun to be had, you know, throughout the rest of this year. And even in January, I think that's a big thing we saw, you know, last year, there was people who had bigger uh, months in January than they did in yeah. November. Well, also the day after Christmas sale is one of the biggest sales mm-hmm. of the year that a lot of e-commerce stores overlook. So everyone's getting their gift cards. Uh, they got all the Christmas money and they're ready to now now blow it right the next day. So you got to be ready yep. for that. Anyways, why? What are your? What is some of your take on that though? Like a lot of people don't know what to do next step after they've just been preparing for quarter four. All year. Yeah, important things to keep in mind, opportunities to look for. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think for years now, we have been seeing a slow decline of the traditional Black Friday approach mm-hmm. um, for quite some time. Um, for example, I mean, and just, and just in the world of Black Friday, you got to think, you know, if you're a, 
if you're a storefront, if you have a brick and mortar, you know, that's years past. That's where you got most of your success. Mm -hmm. And I experienced that a lot growing up. My mom was a retail buyer for Mm -hmm. her entire life. So I was constantly involved. I mean, she was responsible for stocking stores doing, she launched Nordstrom's in San Diego, like, you know, major, she's a big part of the black Friday, but now it's interesting because the world we live in now is no longer the brick and mortar, the, the go into the store and get your weight in line. It's especially because of the circumstances this year, but even so, even if this year didn't happen, even if COVID didn't happen, even if all this didn't happen, we still would see such the surge post Black Friday. I, what we call Cyber Monday is now cyber like Q4, like all of it. And you got to think. So, for example, like like this year, Amazon Prime Day was moved from July to October. You know, Amazon, yeah. their whole the whole point of them doing that was to try to kick off the Black Friday sale early mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. And, and I mean. I think the number they said they saw like 60% higher revenue this yeah. year than last year on prime day. They made yeah. like almost like $3 billion. And so I, I want to point so out you, uh, really quick, just to interrupt you, if that's okay, <laughs> I want to point out. So the people that, <laughs> the people that recognize that and create an opportunity to break out of this idea that everything has to happen on black Friday and cyber Monday are the people who are going to get these big wins. So Amazon is a great example of somebody who did that successfully. They broke the rules a little bit and they got Mm -hmm. rewarded for it. But a lot of people are thinking, well, Wyatt, Robbie, Dan, I'm not Amazon. But here's the thing. We had a client last year. They did this thing called a pre Black Friday sale. Ooh, tell them the story. And dude, they launched all of their Black Friday campaigns the week before Black Friday. And everybody had that built up anticipation of like, I'm going to buy things. I'm going to get things bought before they're sold out. And they just ran their sale a week early and they, they like completely crushed it. And they did it all before Black Friday even happened. And I think there's just a lot of opportunity for people to break outside of this idea that everything has to happen on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and reap the benefits of that. Keep going on your Absolutely. Well, that's, it's funny you bring that up. We talked about this, you know, we have, when we, when we sit down with our ad strategists and we talk and we talk, you know, most recently about, you know, where are everyone's accounts looking for Black Friday? You know, where are we at? I think another, an important part of that is just the dynamic the diversity of our team, which is so awesome. And we've talked a lot about the, how people who have maybe joined shop and over recently worked with other companies before, or maybe just were freelancing before or whatever they've brought, we've all ended up at one point in time, have we have all launched pre black Friday sales. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of value in that. And what we do specifically strategy wise, you got to think, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're pushing black Friday sales, from, you know, let's say, you know, the Monday before Black Friday to the week after Friday after Cyber Monday, you know, though, if you're pushing, that's going to be probably the most expensive time to reach people. The auction mm-hmm. place and Facebook is going to be so congested. It's going to have so many people bidding for placements. I mean, and that's what we talk about is that you got to think if you're, if you're, a, if, if you, if any of us were on Facebook this you know week in a Black Friday and we started, we saw ads, any ad that didn't have a Black Friday sale, our minds instinctively just kind of block it out. You know, mm-hmm. you got to have something that's eye catching. And so what a lot of people are doing to save, you know, money and get lower CPMs and just, you know, lower costs in general is start bringing people into your funnel early. 
yeah. get traffic early going. That's what, that's kind of what Amazon did more or less, obviously probably one of the most successful companies in the history of the United States. You know, it's arguably the most successful company. They know that they needed to get started early in order to get people attentive and attracted to whatever sale they run all across Q4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that they're really successful at and that small businesses, whether you're making, you know, five figures a month, six figures a month, seven figures a month, whatever it is you're doing, I think you have to be thinking ahead and thinking of a, how can I maximize our return and be the most effective when it comes to decreasing how much we're spending for that. You know, if you can get people in to your to your world and to your brand prior to Black Friday, you're going to see a higher return. You're going mm-hmm. to see less costs initially, you know, and I think that's and going into Cyber Monday as well, people are going to be on the lookout for deals from cyber monday on because mm-hmm. you got to think you roll from cyber monday into the holidays and you know i think all of us when listening or watching can say that you get targeted for christmas and holiday deals first of december you know it's mm-hmm. going all year round and like dan said the the, the post new year sales are even more opportunity for you to keep going. You got to think, then you got like three weeks and you're already in a Valentine's day. It's like, this is the holiday season. You, this mm-hmm, is yeah. constantly, it's like it's roping between each holiday and mm-hmm. you got to take advantage of finding those little spots where you can slip your company in and get some people that want to see your brand already. You know? And here's the thing on, on in December, you know, a lot of the big brands are pulling out at that point. They spent their whole mm-hmm. marketing budget, black Friday, cyber Monday, they're pulling back out. We often see CPMs drop way down low, meaning uh, it's a lot cheaper to advertise on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. which is the best time for these little boutiques to stay in front of people. Uh, if they can, you know, people can still order last minute Christmas shopping gifts, like you're saying, mm-hmm. Wyatt, but also just staying in front of them until the new year and the, like holidays down the road is super important to do while it's cheap. So don't mm-hmm. quit spending yep. money just because that big sales done stay in front of the people. Yeah. And I think a lot exactly. of, I think a lot of people too, just don't always see the value in continually building their data. Yeah. And so they, they break up their budget based on what's going on at any given time of the year. And they think they're going to spend, you know, a lot of their budget, you know, leading up into black Friday through cyber Monday, and then they're going to maybe do like a new year sale and they're going to take a break and shut off ads for two weeks during Christmas. Cause they don't think anybody's going to be purchasing like that's, that's one of the worst things you can be doing. And so Absolutely. where we're trying to pick up the conversation here is like there is so much opportunity outside of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, like through December, through January, and even into the spring. Like we saw yeah. a ton of people get their footing and set a trajectory to scale the for the rest of the year. And yeah. that that was traction that was built from January. That was traction that was built from the end of December. And I think it's just really important for us to harp on that as much as possible because that's the last thing you want to do. It's like turn your ads off because you think nobody's going to be shopping. (laughs) No, that's yeah. You don't, that's just a no, no in my eyes. I mean, I wouldn't, you wouldn't even if let's say, I mean, even if you wanted to buy, I mean, people just don't stop buying things after Christmas because it won't get here by Christmas. Mm. You know, if I get, if I get targeted by something that is really is something I'm looking for, something that triggers something in my mind, and I see it on the 28th of December, I'm going to buy it. Even if it's for my wife or if it's for my kid, you know, I'm going to do it even if it's not Christmas. And I think that's a lot of the perspective going to December is that, oh, well, we can't, we can't guarantee shipment by this time. People aren't going to get it by the holidays. It's like, you know, when you start thinking of the holidays, you want to keep your sales going, but post holidays, you got to think people are still going to be 
nothing goes, nothing changes. Everything goes back to the way it was. If anything, it makes it easier because it's going to be cheaper for you to, to get those, to get those eyeballs on your product. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, excruciate. I mean, it's, it's, it's super crucial for people to want to continue to run their ads into January and February. And if you got products that you can sell that can fit those little holidays, like Valentine's day, or, you know, going into March, you know, St. Patty's day, just thinking about, you know, where can we, where can we get some, some more eyeballs, you know, maybe necessarily won't get during Christmas. You got to think of, you know, Q1 being your a cheaper time to maybe even push even harder mm-hmm. because like you said, the bigger companies are dropping out. They're going to stop doing their sales. You know, a a small boutique might have better success doing a lower percentage sale on a product of theirs in Q1 of 2021 than trying to push and spend a lot of money to reach people during November and December this year. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And, And so one thing you said earlier that I thought was really interesting is you're saying like these spikes of sales in the e commerce calendar year are just getting kind of flattened out more, more, and, and we're seeing more sales before black cyber Monday, more sales after. And it's just becoming this thing where I feel like in general, it's, it's a lot more consistent. It's a lot more even. And you said, you know, that's true regardless of current circumstances with COVID. But one thing I did want to point out specifically to COVID is I know for me, and, and partly because I'm in Alaska and it's hard to get stuff here anyways, but on many, many sites that you go to, you're going to see like expect one to two week delays because of COVID. And so a lot of people are like, I'm not going to wait till Black Friday because I don't want to like risk not having my holiday shopping be late for Christmas. And so I know like for me and my family, like we're already thinking about buying stuff for Christmas. And I think a lot of people across the nation too are like, they're going to, they're saying like, I, I already had this thing where I had to wait a month to get it and I don't want that to happen. So they're purchasing now. And so all of these are just really good to be aware of as an online store owner, because it just shows that it's, it's actually like a lot less high stakes when all the sales happen between black Friday and cyber Monday, you feel like it's very high stakes. You feel like I need to be on my a game. I need to get like a majority of my annual sales in these few days. And if I blow it, like, shoot, my year is screwed. <laughs> and that's just not <laughs> yeah. the case anymore at all. No. And so it's just really, if anything, we're, we're just really wanting to encourage people that um, continue running your ads, continue pushing your products, and you're going to see that uh, purchase behavior is going to, it's not going to slow down. It, at least that's what the data is showing right not. now. Well, and and that's kind of what I touched on at the beginning was you got to think like we think of black, like obviously, you know, we want to encourage people to really push over Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. But you also want to think, like I said, it's like Cyber Quarter, you know, it started like Mm -hmm. Amazon with Prime Day starting in the beginning of October this year that kicked off the holiday shopping that effectively started everyone getting ready. I mean, already, I mean, like before November 1st even came along, I was getting targeted for, or getting emails and stuff like that. So you got to think of, like you said, it's not so much this, you know, kind of steady trajectory. And then all of a sudden it just spikes up on the weekend of black Friday and then comes back down. It's not like that anymore. It's, it's just, it's this normal, it's kind of become normalized across the industry of e-commerce that you just, you could start buying black Friday in late October, early November. You can start, you Mm -hmm. can keep buying, you can keep buying the same, sales into December and even into January, if you're smart, because I mean, I'm the kind of person who would look for a sale in January, you know, Mm -hmm. 
I'm the kind of person who would maybe look after the holidays and my wife and I always joke. It's like, well, that's when you go buy all your Christmas stuff for the next year. Cause it's cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to get rid of their inventory, you know? So if you're thinking it from the customer standpoint, how can, you know, how can we reach them? Well, it's pretty simple. If you have a product that you wanted to, that you didn't maybe sell enough of during black Friday, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever, you have the opportunity to move into the new year and still get equal amount of traffic for, arguably probably a lower cost. Yeah. yeah. And I remember last year we had multiple clients that uh, didn't crush it on black Friday, cyber Monday, their sale, their offer wasn't good or whatever, but they kept spending through December and into January. And I remember multiple clients had bigger core quarter ones than they did Q fours. Cause we were able to come in January, take advantage of the low CPMs uh, and keep scaling them pretty rapidly, you know, as other advertisers were pulling out. So that just farther drives home the point guys of keep spending money even through December, Mm -hmm. especially going into quarter one. So why you're, you know, one of your uh, functions in the company is to look at our, our total client base and pull these big picture statistics. Like how is everybody, what's our average CPM as a company? What's our average, you know, conversion rates, cost per clicks, return on ad spend, stuff like that. Um, as we've moved into quarter four, what are some of these, what story is the data showing or what, what story is the data telling us right now? You know, I, we saw the spike in CPMs in like the transition into September mm-hmm. around the, you know, the mark of Q4 and actually looking at all of our clients as I told you guys the other day, we only, our CPMs only went up 14 cents Wow! into November, Wow! which was kind of surprising. And the, in the, the funniest thing, like as I, as the wheels are turning to my head, as we're talking here, literally this week, one of the things we talked about the most among the strategy team is to kind of be the devil's advocate here and talk about how high CPMs can actually work to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And we, we could talk about that later, but it's just funny to talk about now low CPMs in a different setting, but we've actually, you know, you know, I think industry wide, the average CPM between this time of the year without seeing like, you know, in front of me somewhere in that, you know, 10 to $14 range, maybe, you know, and we're definitely on the lower side of that. Um, and I think, seeing that we've, we, we spent, you know, with our clients that we're continually bringing on, we're spending more, we're, but we're continued to keep that, you know, an average CPM that's, you know, for this, for this time of the year, really low, that mm-hmm. just goes to tell you our success in reaching people because we're reaching the right people the the, the, the ads and the creative are delivering. People are liking it. Our click-through rate jumped in terms of a, you know, grand scheme of things that jumped tremendously during October and in November too. Mm. So people like what, what we're putting out. People like our ads. People are converting on those ads. Our clients made, you know, an X amount percentage more this month than last month. So in general, we've been in a good spot, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's where someone like Shopanova can come into a boutique and someone who's been doing their own ads or maybe working with a freelancer or something like that. You know, we have the team. That's the cool thing is the team is available all across, we have all these different minds. Everyone can hop in an account, do new things, help out in certain areas. And ultimately, we've seen the success of our long-term clients now resonating the same with our short-term, with like the newer mm-hmm. clients as well because of those similar strategies. Dude, one thing I've noticed in this industry is marketers love data when it, when it paints them in a good light. And then they love excuses when they don't have an yeah. answer for it. They love big, complex excuses. So 
one thing that we're hearing a lot is oh, like that meme, that meme that was yep. shared in our Slack channel. I, I was just oh, thinking see? about that. One of our strategists shared it said like when the, when the chart was going up, it's like, yeah, this was all me. But when it's going down, it's like, well, it's all, you know, it's yeah. All, and, so, and then, <laughs> and then yeah, they blame Facebook's things. Bugs. So here's some things yeah. that are typically blamed. It's, you know, Facebook bugs, Facebook updates, algorithm resets like all these things that are fairly intangible kind of hard to wrap your head around but a big one we've seen lately is like nobody's clicking ads because they're distracted about the social unrest and the elections and stuff like that but the data doesn't lie our ads are getting clicked more our conversion our click-through rates are higher and even with the amount of people we're reaching our conversion rate has only gotten better and so I just want to say that as, first of all, as a slight flex, but also, also as an encouragement, (laughs) because I just don't want people to fall into this narrative of saying like, it's crazy out there. CPMs are high. There's social unrest. There's elections. My ads aren't going to work. I'm going to get out of the game. Like, I'm just trying to encourage people like, don't do that. It's not true. Just look at the data. At least for like we're we're doing some things right, but I think a lot of people they're still growing, they're still building, and yep. you just need to be able to to look at things objectively and figure out where those opportunities are. I think uh, I definitely think we like all agencies to you know to also be the devil's advocate here and think there is naturally you feel a little fatigue around the election time. You know, we, we felt it a little bit, you know, but the great, the thing that stands out the most to me is how we came out of that and how our clients came out of it and how the team managed to continually pick up the slack in areas where normally you wouldn't think to do things or you wouldn't think to try this or this or whatever it may be. We didn't see that much of an effect during the October, November transition as a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that goes to how you manage your ad accounts too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, the, to have the ability to go in and spend hours every day, you know, not, not even just changing things, just, just spending time really being aware of where, where your performers are, where your non-performers are and knowing and preparing for changes that are coming to the plate. You said the intangible changes that Facebook, you know, the world is how little we really know about, how our ads get delivered, you know, we can have a best strategy and we, we've spent years of data collecting and we have the, the proof of what works, but really when it comes to delivering, it is, it can, there can be some issues and there can be problems that times of the year pose, you know, especially these one in every four year election years, the social unrest, you know, yeah. I don't think that's in any way, shape or form an excuse for someone to make to stop doing their ads. Like that's, if anything, that could be a time for you to actually, you know, be really profitable. Mm-hmm. I, you know, might yeah. not seem like it, but you could get in if you have the right team that's doing it for you. I mean, we had clients that scaled during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, we had clients that increased their budget that saw insane conversion rates on their websites, you know. So I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, taking advantage of times where a lot of people would dip out, you know, mm-hmm. maybe think, okay, let's not let's not run anything here and really getting in there and really finding your your knit nor your niche and finding where you're gonna be the most successful. Yeah. And I think this goes to mindset too. If you're always thinking of external circumstances of why you can't make something happen, you're probably not going to be very successful Mm -hmm. long-term. It's taking these opportunities, social unrest, COVID, the election time, taking these opportunities and say, what adjustments can I make 
to benefit my business, my family, my life in these uncertain times and being able to do that. And that's kind of the mindset our whole team operates out of, of, okay, this is happening. How can we readjust? And as why it's looking across the board at a hundred different accounts, kind of has an unfair advantage because he can see trends and what's starting mm-hmm. to work and then okay cool yep. let's roll that across the board and we're able to kind of elevate elevate everyone at that point yeah and one thing too we've we've said this before but the most likely time for massive breakthrough is when things are shaken up yeah. it's when things are yep. getting hard when things are getting crazy you look out through through history that's when people really the people who are on their game figure out ways to grow and, and it's it's the most likely spot for breakthrough yeah i said to take some time there for a little mindset nugget because yeah such a good point there Wyatt. so why post black friday regardless of what your results were maybe you had some big wins maybe you kind of just struggled your way through if you could give people just like one or two sentences of good advice to carry them through the rest of the year and into quarter one what would you tell them to not let the debt to not let numbers and people's opinions on articles and online and what they say is the trends for this year to not let that affect you mm-hmm. because to be honest you can have oops triggered Siri on my computer uh you can have <laughs> did it again oh my lord you can have like you can have a you can have a business that could thrive, like you said, during Black Friday, and then see things kind of tail off and you know get somewhat stagnant. You can have a business that does nothing, and all of a sudden, after quarter one, if they continue and they keep riding the horse and they keep going, they're going to be super profitable because it's going to be cheaper to reach those people, and you're going to see a bigger return because of that. I really feel like there's just there's so much external opinions and you know people's professional like you know articles you can read like forbes is always talking about here's what you should be doing in your ad account and things like that you know there's so many external there's so much external noise mm-hmm. and i really think it's important to really trust your gut mm-hmm. um i think it's important to go into your to the holiday season knowing okay do i have a product that i feel confident people need to see and will it will it will resonate with people. It'll convert with people. I'm going to have new, a, a new following. Then yeah, if you, if you feel confident in your product and what you're selling, and if you can get through black Friday, even if it's a hard, even if it's difficult, if you're paying more and you're not seeing the return, don't let, don't take your foot off the gas. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Do not take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And work from your own data. Don't be, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't buy into all the jargon. Yeah. 100%. Just work no. with what's in front of you. There's nothing more than what there's nothing nothing more that marketers love to do than try to sell you on what works for them. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. That that's what any click funnel you go through for a, buy my ebook on how to scale your you know stuff like that. You know, the whole point of like what we offer is guidance on hey, this is the general. We're not going to tell you do A, B, and C, and D, and you're going to be a seven figure company. That's not that's not it. You know. I think there's a lot of people there's a lot of noise out there where that happens and all we're trying to do is encourage people to grow their business in a positive way and be realistic about what you can do because ultimately there are going to be times where you fail there's going to be times where you have huge wins mm-hmm. but it's not black friday is no longer the the weekend that makes or breaks not only your q4 but all your, your year you know mm-hmm, i think yeah. for a long time it was you know one little nugget one little thing Let's that, you, that maybe we could give a, give a little secret if there's if there's one area that maybe we're focusing on a lot and that businesses should be focusing on a lot, mobile. 
Mobile. Focus on your mobile. Mobile has increased exponentially. The traffic for mobile is huge. Adobe, I think, said that they reported like they spent like $50 billion on mobile ads Ooh. and they saw the biggest returns they had or something, something, something ridiculous like that in 2019. We and might have, we might have to get little, you back little, for a whole conversation on mobile. Give them a, give yeah. them a little teaser a there. Little teaser there. That's all they get. Well, dude, Wyatt, thanks so much for coming on today, man. Really enjoyed yeah. this conversation. And guys, I got to say really quick, if you'd Likewise. like our team, like people like Wyatt and the strategist to look over your ad account and see what it looks like to scale your boutique, your online store over quarter one, please reach out, send in an application and we'll see if it's a good fit and go from there. And the cool thing is, guys, we're going to do a free audit. And just help you identify some opportunities. Yeah. If there's missed opportunity, we'll share what that looks like. Um, if we feel like you're doing everything right and we can't help you, we'll yeah. pat you on the back and send you on your way. Maybe maybe shoot you some resources, something like that. But everything we do is uh, by application and it's results driven. And we really feel like we're growth partners in this. So we want to make sure that we're a good fit, uh, you're a good fit, and just have a really good, healthy relationship together. Um for more information, we'll probably throw a link to uh, an application page if you want to do that. But ladies and gentlemen, Wyatt Lowe, uh, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, we'll catch you next time.